Hello and welcome, I'm Red. And I'm Brad. And this is Do You Know Movies, the podcast where we quiz each other on all the trivia and fun facts about our favorite movies and what went into making them. So, Brad, I have to ask, do you know movies? Uh, you know, I I think I do. I, I, I know a few. Hmm. Hmm. I, I know at least one so far. Is Oh, uh, well, we'll see if you know Mad Max as well. Well, uh, before we begin, uh, spoiler warning, we're going to spoil the absolute garbage out of this movie. Um, starting in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, there's lots of cars. Oh, what a day. What a lovely day. <laughs> With that in mind, uh, Brad, let's, uh, let's hear a synopsis. So Mad Max Fury Road begins with Mad Max, the road warrior of the post-apocalyptic Australia, getting captured by the warlord Immortan Joe, and he is kept as a blood bank for the warboy Nux. But his capture is temporary, as Imperator Furiosa, Immortan Joe's lead war rig driver, and she makes an escape with Joe's prized breeders. Joe and his allied warlords send their warboys after Furiosa, including Nux and Max. However, a desert storm sets in, causing Nux to crash and setting Max free. He, and eventually Nux, join Furiosa and the enslaved women in their escape from the Immortan. They head to the Green Place, the place where Furiosa grew up, only to find that it is gone, and the only people left are old, albeit badass, women. With no other choice, they decide to take the war party head on. In a massive car chase battle, Max Furiosa and the women manage to escape as Nux sacrifices himself to defeat the war party by trapping them in a rock slide. They head back to Joe's fortress, set up shop as the new leaders, and Max disappears into the desert. Perfect. Now, tell me what you like about this movie. Man, I love so much about this movie. Because everything is told in action, every character has an action to perform. There's hmm. no there's no characters that oh. are there just to do nothing. Uh, every character has a purpose, and... Because there are so many women in this movie, it's also a very equalist movie. It's like Furiosa and Max are essentially like dual protagonists. Yeah. At the time, it was branded as a feminist movie, and it really is. It holds up as one. I will give a little hint as to something I do know about the movie is that the way it was made, essentially, the story is told through the action and the dialogue is only inserted in very specific places just to kind of fill in necessary details. Let's actually dive a bit more into that, because I don't have a question over, I think, what you're getting at. They storyboarded this before they wrote it? Yeah. Yeah. The... Also, first, for those, because I'm kind of aware of what both of what a storyboard and what a screenplay are. You want to maybe go and yeah. do a bit of that as well? Yeah, good idea. So, generally, the way a movie is made is you write a script first, mm. or a screenplay. Uh, they're both the same thing. Oh, okay. And the rules with scripts is you write only what can be shown on screen. The point of a script is it's supposed to be easy to read through, 
you read one line and get everything you're supposed to see from that line or two or three. So you write the script and then like as the director comes on and the director storyboards, which mm -hmm. is where you draw out the framing of every single shot in the movie that the director wants to get. Gotcha. That's the black and white, well, like pencil pen drawings that we see in behind the scenes videos. Yeah. Yeah. The idea is you draw out the movie before it's made, so that way you can plan, you can logistically plan out how you're going to shoot everything before you actually go on there and mm. shoot. So that's normally the first steps to making a movie. In the case of Mad Max Fury Road, they storyboarded first. And legend would have it, they never even wrote a script. They did. Surely, they, surely. They, they yeah. had to write out the dialogue and go, okay, and this is going to go here and here. There might not have been, like, a traditional script. Like, it's very non-traditional and, not, like, I'm sure something that is maybe never, if only rarely, ever going to be executed the same way again, only because... Well, first of all, this movie was in, like, pre-production for, like, 10 years. <laughs> pre-production is all the stuff you do before you actually start filming the movie. Because they wanted original Mad Max, Mel Gibson, way back when, but then... Well, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get into that later. Let's just, uh, thank you for your thoughts on the movie. Um, here are my <laughs> thoughts on the movie. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll continue. So yeah. this, this thing is two things equally, I was thinking while I was watching this. Um... A fun, exciting movie that I enjoy watching, and a nightmare hellscape that I hate looking at. Yeah, um, yeah it's just for, strictly for me personally. This is sometimes just a bit much. Um, I I don't try to take away from. I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. I just have a have a have a queasy stomach. No, <laughs> um, that's that's. Fair. And this movie like... gets in into it. All right, let's get into this movie. I'm going to ask you 33 questions about Mad Max Fury Road. All of the answers to these questions were obtained from IMDb and Wikipedia. Each question is open-ended and worth two points. If you don't get it right open-ended, then I'll give you the multiple choices, but then the question's only worth one point. If you still don't get it right, I'll give you a second chance with those multiple choices, but it'll only be worth a half a point. If you don't get it, then you're just stupid. No points. Um, I will keep track of your points, uh, I'll do the math at the end, you'll get a, a max score of 200, if you're between 100% and 200%, uh, congrats, you're a movie trivia master, if you score less than 100%, you're a movie trivia dum-dum, and if you get zero, you know nothing, you moron. Make sense? Sure does. Alright, uh, everybody, play along at home or else, that is required. Alright, you ready to go? I, uh, yes I am. <laughs> Alright, let's, let's answer the question, Brad, do you know movies? All right, question number one. Opening scene, where we're hanging out with Max, mm -hmm. and uh, he eats something. What does he eat, Brad? It's like a, it's like a, a lizard, a salamander, a, a two-headed one, if you're looking for something specific. Oh, I was not looking for any specifics, but congratulations, lizard gets it. Yep, yep, two-headed lizard, because this is a very irradiated uh, post-apocalyptic Australia, so you get a lot of... Like, they, they never say it specifically, like, oh, everything's covered in radiation, but they give you a lot of hints. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, how many vehicles are after Max in this opening scene chase? Ooh. Oh, man. Okay, okay. He eats oh. Lizard. He hops in his car. He's off. Yeah. And within, like, two seconds being chased, and yes. you see, like, oh, why this is why he's in such a hurry. I'm not sure. I'm going to say... Five. 
Incorrect. Ooh, okay. Is it A, 4, B, 7, C, 14, D, 17? I'm going to say B, 7. Correct. It is B, 7. Max tells us two things he's running from. What are they? Let's say question number three. This is question number three. Yeah, this is question number three. He he runs from the living and the dead. Amazing. Congratulations. Question number four. Immortan? That's how you... That's... Yeah. Joe? Morton Joe, he's he's got this armor they put on him with some badges on it. How many badges? Oh, 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 that's dirty. That's yeah. dirty. I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say eight. Incorrect. Is it A nine, B ten, C eleven, D twelve? Oh, nine. It is nine. Congratulations. Right. Question number five. How many vehicles? There's a lot of. There's a lot of. How many this and that questions? Okay, okay. Um, how many vehicles escort Furiosa um, before she turns off course, initiating her like theft of the breeders? Mm-hmm. So there's Furiosa's rig. That's one. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming you're counting her vehicle as well. No, no, no. How, how many are after oh. her? Well, uh, sorry, escorting her because because uh, she's so, she's so on... not. So how many are with her before like? As she detours. As she, as she detours. And both, they're like, both. what's going on, boss? Yeah. Okay, so not including hers. Correct, okay. correct. So there are two cars and two bikes, maybe three each. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say six. Incorrect. Okay. Is it A4, B7, C14, D17? All right, I'm going to go four then. It is four. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, two cars, two bikes. <laughs> Question number six. Well, I just I just wrote Nick Holt in all of these. Nux, <laughs> Nux is it again? Yep. That's Nux. Nux. N U X. So Nux is in his Nux cave where all the wheels are, or whatever's going on there. And uh, there's a bunch steering, of steering wheels, we should say. Yes, steering, steering wheels. wheels. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of there's there's commotion, and he asks someone, "What's going on?" What do they tell him? They tell him an imperator gone rogue. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need more than that. Okay, an imperator gone rogue. Who? Furiosa. She she stole Joe's prized breeders. That I can't speak for. I'm I'm looking for what's there, there's two words he says before Imperator gone rogue. Oh, those are the ones I can't remember. <laughs> I I don't know. I can't remember. Alright, we'll go to multiple choice. Is it A Betrayal, treason, an Imperator gone rogue? Is it B Treason, betrayal, an Imperator gone rogue? <sighs> Is it C Pomp up the jam? <laughs> Because we've been watching Kunk on Earth lately. <laughs> Is it D? I don't know. Something else, maybe. That's dirty. Good job. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Prou- I'm proud of you. Um, I'm going to go treason, betrayal. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. There's a guitar guy. What is the character's name? Oh, the character's name. I don't know if I ever like specifically looked up what his name was, so I'm not sure. All right. We'll get into multiple choice. Is it A, Dama the Doof Warrior? Is it Bomo the Doof Warrior? Is it Coma the Doof Warrior? Is it Dave the Foo Fighter? <laughs> it's definitely the Doof Warrior. Now that you say that, it is definitely the Doof Warrior. I want to say it's Dama. It is not Dama. Oh. So is it Bomo or Coma? Coma. It is Coma. Yep. Coma the Doof Warrior. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic name. Yeah. Question number eight. Coma the Doof Warrior is uh, played by an Australian musician. Who? Which one? It's um. I remember seeing his name in the in the credits, and okay. it's like it was something weird. I want to say like 
his name came up as like just symbols like greek symbols or something okay it's like i want to say it's like iota wow wow yeah amazing amazing <laughs> all right question number nine max pins furios to the ground and fires a number of warning shot parentheses s in the ground next to her how oh, many yeah yeah this is after they're after like they kind of come head to head and they don't know if they can trust each other yet mm-hmm. so they get in a fight and eventually grab the gun also real fast i just want to say like i love this fight because not only are they both super capable fighters but Mm. like furiosa is holding her own with her mechanical arm removed because she only has one (laughs) the other arm is mechanical and she uses it to drive and stuff but it's like she she's holding her own with one arm I want to say it's either three or four, so I'm going to say three. Congratulations. Yeah. So they have this temporary um, alliance, so they need to start kind of working together, despite the fact that Max is still pointing a gun at all of them at all points. And Furiosa asks Max for his name, and he doesn't tell her. So she picks a name for him. She calls him? Fool. Fantastic. It's just like, tell me your name. He's like, why does it matter? And she's like... All right, then, when I yell fool, <laughs> go. <laughs> and he just looks at her like, I am not. I don't approve, but I'll deal with it. <laughs> yeah. So things go off at this whatever, I guess, like, checkpoint. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in this, like, rock canyon. Because the people at the checkpoint, they spot how many war parties following Furiosa? Three. Three. Beautiful. Yep. I count three, three war parties. Yeah. <laughs> you said a few vehicles. I count... Three war parties. <laughs> yeah, well, I got unlucky. <laughs> All right, well, that is um, unfortunately the end of the in-movie questions because at this point of the movie, Liam, my cat, came and sat on the keyboard and I said, you know what, that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so I guess, so... And, and if, there's, if there's any other things from, like, trivia, I remember from researching this movie way back when... Um, I'll bring them up along the way, or well, just like, we, and we we'll, may get we'll into talk some about things. like plot points and stuff. Yeah, too, we'll, we'll get into some of it, but th- this yeah. is just the stuff that it, it came from the good old source material movie of me just looking at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now we're gonna get into the the nitty gritty. The, the nitty gritty with question number twelve. Tom Hardy broke what body part when hit accidentally um, by Charlize Theron? Oh, I want to say is his rib. No, it is not his rib. Well, oh. I guess potentially he may have also broken his rib. That's not what I've found in this fact i i, I don't know maybe there are many injuries i guess i don't, I don't know i, yeah. I don't. very very easily could have been very like, uh, on a uh, on a movie like this with lots of stunts like like everyone does the best they can but a lot of times you still get injured sure okay i'm gonna say it was his arm no it is not his arm oh okay well i guess um or wait that was i guess you were supposed I, to give me multiple choice oh yeah so here's multiple choice is it yeah. rib arm no those aren't options um <laughs> Is it A, toe, B, nose, C, finger, D, jaw? I'm going to say finger. It is not his finger. Okay. It's toe. It is not his toe. Oh, dang it. It is, uh, it would be his nose that was broken. Oh, okay. Okay, interesting. Oh, broken nose. You hate to see it. Yeah. Um, question 13. The film's war rigs were based on all-wheel drive military vehicles from which country? The movie's supposed to take place in Australia, mm-hmm. so I want to say Australia, because mm. that would make sense. But also, this movie wasn't filmed in Australia. I'm not fully sure, so I, I'm just going to say Australia. 
Uh, it is not Australia. Ah, dang it. Okay. Um, so are these are these uh, military vehicles? Are they Czech? Are they B Slovakian? Are they C Bulgarian? Are they D Romanian? Oh, oh, oh my God! I'm gonna say Czech. Correct. Yay! <laughs> and in reality, I would have accepted Slovakian because they were Czechoslovakian. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, from a time when that was what. When they were one country and not what oh, know, yeah, several yeah. countries now, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to say Czechoslovakian and have that be any yeah. Pope. So I guess gave I, anyway. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number fourteen. How many Oscars did this movie win? I know it won a, like a fair amount. It was nominated for a lot, hmm. and it won. I want to say a, quite a bit of what it was nominated for. Hmm. I know for sure it won for best editor i want to say it also won for best production design hmm. probably best sound okay we're at three maybe costuming hair makeup is that is that two different ones yeah those are two different ones so over five i'm gonna say five incorrect Ooh, okay is it four five could be five it could be five <laughs> it could be five you never know six or seven okay I'm going to say six. It is six. Congratulations. Yeah. That's a point for you. Do, um, have you, do you know, or is that the question you're about to ask? Uh, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm not going to ask you uh, what they are. I, I do have them listed though. Okay. Uh, so it's um, film editing, costume design, makeup and hairstyling, sound mixing, sound editing, and production design. Oh, I forgot there's two sound categories. But it was, it was literally all the ones I listed. <laughs> I, I was, just forgot yeah. that sound, there's two categories for sound. <laughs> and me asking you if, if there was a difference between costume design and um, hair and makeup is me outing myself for uh, copying and pasting the list of them from where I got them and not actually reading what they were when I wrote this down. Yeah, yeah. Costume, costume is one thing and hair and makeup is another thing. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Question number 15. Uh, Max wears a paracord bracelet, which is a real actual bracelet owned by who? It's, mm. it's, it's one of the, um, caster crews, like personal, like it's their bracelet. Yeah. I want to say it's George Miller's. Incorrect. Okay. Is it A, uh, Nick Holt, B, Charlize Theron, C, George Miller? Could be George Miller. It could be George Miller, yeah. Or D, Tom Hardy. Oh, oh, that's dirty. <laughs> I, I want to say it's Tom Hardy's. It is Tom Hardy's, yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's just Tom Hardy's, yeah. <laughs> it's just his bracelet. Yeah. George Miller, we should say, is the director of this movie. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> so according to George Miller, what percentage of the effects were practical? Oh, I know I know this movie was a lot of practical. Mm. They filmed as much as they could practically. Mm. I want to say it was like 80%. Incorrect. Is it A, 85, Ooh, B, okay. 90, C, 95? I'm going to say 85. Incorrect. All right, 90. Correct. Yep. Question number 17. Of the 150 cars built for this film, how many survived the filmmaking? Just one. Incorrect. Oh, okay. Oh, the actual filmmaking, not like story-wise. Correct. Um, yeah, you can try that again if you want. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I get that's a, that's a misunderstanding yeah. there. Because a fair amount do get like wrecked on screen. Yeah. 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 We see a lot of, uh, see a lot of damage. I'm going to say 30. Incorrect. Is it A, 10, B, 15, C, 30? Could be 30. <laughs> it could be 30. Yeah. D, 35. 35? Incorrect. 15? 15. All right. Whew. All right, question 18. Larry and Barry, gross on um, Nux, Nux? Yep. Nux's neck, were originally going to be what? 
part of me wants to say like imaginary friends, but that doesn't feel quite right for this movie because okay. the the idea is to show like how messed up he is from the radiation of this world because they they are clearly like radioactive gross and and they talk about how he's a war boy at the end of his half life basically being like his oh yeah like his his blood is so like because like the reason he needs max as a blood bank anyway is that his blood has gotten so irradiated that he needs like blood transfusions just to live so i'm gonna guess they were like probably like additional body parts growing on him like maybe like a two extra arms uh it's not two extra arms okay all right is it a two nose warts is it b tattoos on his butt (laughs) c uh hand puppets i'm gonna say hand puppets correct it is hand puppets yep i i do like that change i i think that change works really well yeah all right this is fury road is the fourth entry of the mad max series Mm -hmm. and it was nominated for best picture how many other fourth entries in series is how many other series fourth entry tree you know what I'm trying to say? Has yeah. been has been nominated for of, Best of, Picture. Of all the sagas, how many how many, is... how many fourth movies? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say Star Wars because episode four, although if we're talking fourth entry, then technically episode one is the fourth entry. We we, we would be talking episode one in this okay, case. Then I'm... not then not that one. Okay, so not that not Star Wars. Um not Lord of the Rings. Well, cause the Hobbit, but I don't think The Hobbit was nominated for Best Picture. Maybe Star Trek? Probably not Marvel, because I, I don't think a Marvel movie was nominated for Best Picture until Black Panther. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go out on a crazy limb here and say zero. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yep. No no other fourth entry has been nominated for Best Picture. That's, That's incredible. Crazy. That's that, crazy. That is incredible. Also, yeah. like, this is by far and away the best Mad Max movie. S- something I, I forgot to say at the beginning, but like I, so I first saw this movie when it came out in theaters and I had never seen a Mad Max movie before then. And so like it, it came out when I was like 18, like uh, the trailer, the trailer came out and oh my God, first of all, fantastic trailer for this movie. The trailer mm. for this movie is one of the best trailers ever made. It's just, it's incredible. And I had never seen a Mad Max movie. I'd only ever heard of Mad Max in passing. I saw the trailer for this and I was like, I don't care. I want to go see this movie. So I went and saw it opening weekend uh, by myself, which honestly, do. Go watch movies by yourself. Watching movies by yourself is a ton of fun. It's a blast. All right, question yeah, 20. Sorry, oh, sorry. I, I, I wasn't done. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Um, yeah, so, I, so I, I went and saw it. On my own. Question um, 20. <laughs> and uh, I decided to go all out. So I, I got a D-Box seat. Uh, and it was like one of the best experiences of my life. I was just so thrown into the action. And even though I'd never seen another Mad Max movie, mm. like this movie is set up so well that you don't need to see any of the others to understand what's going on in this yeah. movie. And I loved it so much that I went home and over the course of, and like over the next week, I watched the first three Mad Max movies and then went back to the theater (laughs) to watch Mad Max Fury Road again, having seen the first three. Nice. And I picked up on all the Easter eggs because I just watched them all recently. All right. Question number 20. 
Riley. I don't know how, how do you say your last name. I th- I'm I'm not positive. Oh, okay. I want to say it's Kioff. It could uh, be Kio, but I I, I well, feel like it'd be Kioff. She became afflicted with what illness while filming in the Namibian desert? Ooh, yeah. I want to say it was a uh, dehydration. Incorrect. Okay. Oh, like illness, illness. Okay, can I try again then? Um. Well, maybe I don't understand what the word illness means, but sure, try again. That's fine. Okay. Well, because like dehydration is more of a symptom than an illness. Sure. Um, heat stroke. Incorrect. Okay. Is it A, heat stroke? <laughs> Which it could be that. It could be that. Could be. B, swine flu. C, pneumonia. Oh. D, oh. hypothermia. It does get really cold in the desert, so I could see hypothermia, but also, I don't know. I'm going to say pneumonia. It is not pneumonia. Dang it. Oh. So is it swine flu or hypothermia? Swine flu? It's hypothermia. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, it was, because uh, not only does it get both hot and cold in deserts, depending yeah. on the desert, but also, I, I want to say it was something about, like, they maybe they had to, maybe there was some sort of delay that maybe, so then there was some colder time that they were filming versus warmer time. Oh, and so, like, it could be. Cause, uh, cause it was also, something like yeah. that. Because also, like, film sets, they're, so, like, a, a day on a film set is 12 hours, so, like... I'm sure for them, filming in the desert is like, all right, yeah, you're starting at like five or six a.m. Mm. and like it's gonna be cold. Yeah, it's it's gonna be really <laughs> cold in that desert. Cold. And you're wearing nothing because it's supposed to be hot in this movie. Yeah, so I I could totally picture. Plus, also like I could totally picture like you know like out in the desert. So maybe you can't get trailers out there and stuff. So maybe it's like you're just like getting your makeup and costuming done just like out in the open like obviously you know like for costuming like they give you changing rooms and stuff they're not just gonna make you disrobe in front of (laughs) everyone like sure maybe one or two costume people only if you need their help like you need their help for something and they have you disrobe in front of someone of your same gender identity Mm. there you go yeah uh, question 21. Production designer Colin Gibson was against the idea of adding tubas and trumpets to the doof wagon. Oh, okay. Uh, coma, the doof warrior's wagon. Yeah. Before deciding they could have been found, uh, as in like in world, they could have been found where? He, he, he was like, no, because where would they have found these instruments? And then he goes, ah, they could have been found. Because obviously like shops aren't around anymore. Mm. I, I don't know, like, or maybe, like, being used to, like, grow plants or something? I, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, no, uh, incorrect. So is it A, in an abandoned school band hall, <laughs> B, an instrument factory, C, in a crashed delivery truck? Oh, okay, that C makes sense. So I'm going to say C. It is C. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense because cars are so important in this world that I could see like, oh yeah, you just like find them there and bring them back. All right, 22. Question 22. Max's first and last lines of dialogue share what similarity? His name. Bingo, yep. bango, bongo. Yeah. The, the first line is, my name is Max. And the last line he says is to a passed out Furioso and he says, Max, my name is Max. Beautiful. Uh, 23. Scenes ending in a zoom shot of a skull on the war rig indicated what? Death. A little more specific. Um, death of a main character, like a good guy. Uh, I'm, not, so, okay. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what you're getting at. Um, we'll just, we'll just, if you get, does it mean that there was death in this scene? Or does it mean that there's going to be death in the next scene? That's my question. Oh, I'm going to say it was death in this scene. Incorrect. So okay. I'll give you I'll give you a full point for that. 
Okay, so it's death uh, a little in the unclear. next scene. It's yeah. de- death in the next scene. Okay, okay. 24. Well, okay. I'll, I'll work with you here on this one. Okay. Um, apart from, because it was going to be, what's his name, playing Max? Mel Gibson. After that was scrapped. We're talking replacement. Who were they thinking? Let's Pre-Tom see. Hardy. Henry Cavill? Incorrect. Is it A, Tom Hardy? <laughs> Could have been Tom Hardy. B, Chris Hemsworth. C, Liam Hemsworth. Love D, it. Heath Ledger. I think it was a little too late for Heath Ledger. I don't I don't know that they would have gone with Chris hmm. because he doesn't look close enough to OG, but it also could have been Heath Ledger because this movie was in pre-production for so long. And it was like years before production started that they knew they were going to have to replace Mel Gibson. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm going to go Heath Ledger. Correct. Yes. Also honestly, would have been a good choice. Would have been great. Like, yeah, I, I obviously, like, Heath Ledger is great in every movie he was ever in. Very sad that he passed. But yeah, he would have killed it, but also, like, Tom Hardy is just so perfect in this role. Mm. That works. Yeah, it works. He, he does a great job. Question number 25. How many years did it take to make this movie? So from start of pre-production to, like, when it's released? How many years? All right, I'm going to say 15. Bingo! Wow. Yep. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, during or throughout the course of filming, or however you would phrase that, how many total hours of footage were shot throughout throughout the entire course of production? They they um they they have they gather all their footage and they give it to the editor. Yeah. How many hours does the editor have to watch? Ah, uh, I'm gonna say one hundred. Incorrect. Okay. Is it a three hundred and sixty? Oh. <laughs> B four hundred and eighty. C five hundred and twenty. D, 550. That's feature documentary levels of hours of footage. <laughs> it's like so um, much. <laughs> with this, it's anywhere from like 7 to, I don't know, 12 or so days worth of like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say 480. It is 480. Dang. Yeah, so, so it really was 9 days, 9 point something days yeah. of... Uh, yeah. Whew, man. Yeah. And I, and I will say, like, within the world of post-production, specifically in the editing department, there are, like, especially on a big film like this, there, there would be, like, multiple assistant editors hmm. who, like, like, the lowest of the low, I think it's, like, second assistant editor, their job is to go through each footage and, like, make sure it's filed correctly hmm. and everything and, like, put it in the right place so it's, like, laying out the groundwork for like organizing the film right and then the first assistant editor would go through and depending on what the main editor would give them responsibility wise they at the very least they would go through and set set aside files that like the director like using notes from script supervisor oh the script supervisor their job on set is to keep details of each shot and make notes of when the director says uh like I like that. Let's let's mm. try and use that. Okay, okay. Um, use this. Use the script supervisor's notes to be like, okay, director didn't like this this take, so we'll just get rid of it. Don't sure. even don't even pass bother. it on to the editor. And okay, definitely keep this one. Keep that. At the very least, they're doing that. Maybe even they're creating an assembly cut themselves, if the main editor uh, gives them that responsibility. Sure. At the very least, like point is like. The main editor, she herself, because it was a woman that edited this film. Right. Do you have a 
Uh, no, no. So, so okay. go ahead. It was actually Cause, cause George, I, yeah, it was I knew actually you knew George this. Miller's wife. Yeah. that edited this movie. I knew um, that fact because you told me, so I didn't include it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. I for, I forgot I told you. But yeah, he yeah George Miller, famous movie director. His wife. I'm so sorry, but I forget her name. Famous film editor. They'd never worked together before this movie though, and he was like, "Hey, I want you to edit this." And she was like, "I don't know. Like, I don't think I can edit an action movie." And he said... Margaret Sixel. Margaret Sixel, yeah. Well, I, I, I think she said something along the lines of, I don't think I can edit an action movie. And he said, well, if I wanted a traditional action movie, I would have asked a man to edit it. But I don't, so I'm asking you. Nice. Which is awesome. Because this movie is not edited like the way you would picture a normal action movie. But it's edited flawlessly mm. like it is such good editing especially with the amount of footage she had to work with but point yeah. is like odds <laughs> she, are, she didn't sit down and watch it all uh, odds are she didn't have to maybe she did maybe, maybe she, did. she really maybe she wanted did. to just to look over everything maybe she did odds are she didn't have to though gotcha. so maybe so she probably didn't there you go. question number 27 zoe kravitz did mm -hmm. her first chemistry test across what actor like for this movie or just for, in for this movie for this okay. movie yeah i'm gonna say tom hardy not tom hardy oh okay a jeremy renner b jared leto c chris evans d henry cavill wow yeah e except for one those are all great choices <laughs> except, um, for, except for one <laughs> i i won't say which one but um <laughs> we'll leave that up to interpretation yeah, yeah i'm gonna say chris evans incorrect jeremy renner yes all right whoo um, yeah, he was uh, one of the people, I guess, they were considering. Oh, makes sense, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, because, I mean, like, you think about it, like, because, like, the, the look that Mad Max has always had, it's essentially, like, tall, white, fit, short brown hair. Jeremy Renner fits? Yeah, Jeremy Renner fits. He does yeah. fit very well. But I, I'm sure he would have also... done fine. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he would have done fine as well. All right, question yeah. number 28. What was, uh, what caused the first of many delays for this movie? I'm going to say it was uh, needing to recast Mel Gibson. Okay. Um, incorrect. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm going kind of broad. I don't want to make you pick out, you know, who, which, what. Anyway. Okay. A, sickness. B, injury. C, weather. D, 9-11. Oh. I could actually think it might have been 9-11 because, <laughs> yeah, that was a big deal. Because, like, honestly, like, like her, her, horrendous joke aside, <laughs> like... 9-11 really did such have such a big impact not only on like america as a whole but yeah. just like on the filmmaking business yeah i'm gonna go with 9-11 it was 9-11 yep uh the in this case how 9-11 inflicted them was there's less shipments going on now oh so it's, yeah. it's just gonna take longer yeah that makes sense yeah all right uh 29 who had the idea to give furiosa a buzz cut i'm gonna say shirley's theron correct yeah, because I know, um, I think it was when, because she got, like, a real buzz cut. Um, mm. That was, like, her real hair. It wasn't, yeah. like, they, like... Bald captain. Yeah, it wasn't bald captain and everything. So, like, there is a movie she made right after this that came out before this movie did. I want to say it was a, a Million Ways to Die in the West, hmm. where she's just wearing a wig the entire oh, time. Because nice. she still had, because she was still growing her hair out from her buzz cut. Cool. Question number 30. Wranglers were hired to protect the cast and crew from what animal? Oh, let's see. It's the desert. I'm going to guess snakes. Snakes is correct. Yep. 
Yeah, lots of snakes and deserts. Question 31. Spraying chrome was an idea inspired by soldiers of what nation? For reference in the movie, when a character is, like, ready to, like, essentially, like, sacrifice themselves to get the job done or something like that, like, they spray chrome paint over their lips and teeth. For the shooting, it was edible paint is what they did. Because obviously you can't just be spraying paint with toxic edibles paint yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on on your actors um so they they reference valhalla a lot mm-hmm. in this movie so i want to say it would be like a a norse I'm looking uh, for a nation thing. nation i'm gonna i'm gonna say norway incorrect okay a tibet b oh. cambodia c laos d thailand i'm gonna say tibet incorrect laos Incorrect. It is Cambodia. Cambodia. Interesting. Question number 32. This is the only Mad Max film not to end the final battle with what? When I when I picked this, I was hoping you hadn't seen any of the earlier ones. Then we then now I know that you have, and now I'm just banking on it being from too long ago for you to remember. Well, I haven't seen them the first three in a very long time, Mm. so So hopefully you, you might be in luck. The first one, guy gets run over by a semi-truck. Yeah, the main bad guy. Um, who Who's played by the same actor that plays the main bad guy in this one. Oh, yeah, I didn't know how to word that either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they reused the same guy. I forget the actor's name, but he's he's brilliant. Um, there's a little, like, a four-frame shot in this movie of a man just, like, bugging out his eyes. Hmm. And that's actually from the first, like, a shot that they took from the first movie of that actor making those bug out hmm. eyes is like him like it was like a reaction shot to him like just before getting like creamed by a semi truck. <laughs> it is like like the most famous shot in the entire first Mad Max movie. There you go. <laughs> it's just like those bug out eyes. <laughs> um so first one, semi truck, second one I forget how they defeat the bad guys. In the second one. Third one is kind of anticlimactic because they're just chased until Max helps the two people escape Hmm. via plane, I think. Okay. So I'm not sure. I'm going to guess explosion? Incorrect. A, car flip. B, Mm. standoff. C, head-on collision. D, tickle fight. Okay, I'm going to say head-on collision. Correct, it is head-on collision. Yep. All right, Question number 33, our final, final question of the day. How many on-screen seconds is Max driving his car? Oh, like his his, his classic car. Yes. Oh, it's very few because he loses it right away and doesn't get it back. Yes. Um, 10. Incorrect. Is it A, 15, B, 30, C, 45, D, 60? Okay, 15. Incorrect. 30? Correct. All right. Yeah, 30 seconds. There we have it. Yeah, 30 seconds of this two-hour movie. While I, now, while I calculate your score, uh, why don't you share any final thoughts you have on the movie and the quiz? All right. Well, first of all, I just say good job with this quiz. It was very well done. I like the questions you posed. They're very good and, and tough but not unfair. Okay, so let's let's get into the par- the pieces of trivia that weren't able to word into quiz questions. So we talked about how in pre this movie was in pre-production for so long and it was untraditional because they decided to storyboard then script. So one thing that's interesting about that is that because they figured out the story by storyboarding, 
they actually gave the storyboard artist a writing credit in this movie because he essentially like he he helped them come up with ideas for how the action should flow so it was like the three of them george miller his like writing partner and the storyboard artist essentially figuring out the entire story and then george like after it was all storyboarded george miller and his writing partner went in and like filled in dialogue and stuff as Mm. as need be which i'm not saying like not that that's a process that every movie should do because i don't think every movie should do it but that being said so like not only was pre-production unusual for this movie but production was very unusual so typically on a film set when you start shooting everything is planned out ahead of time you walk on the 80s the assistant directors first and second have like call sheets that they hand out Mm -hmm. to people and it's like okay like here's and everything is all timed out it's like okay like here are times for each person to arrive this is when we're going to like this is where we're going this is when we need to start setting up this is when we're going to start our first rehearsal this is when we're going to start filming for real this is when we're going to start filming this scene and this next scene and we're going to film these pages from the script on at these times and then we're going to break for lunch at this point and then we're going to come back from lunch at this other point and it's all planned out meticulously mm-hmm. and that's how each day goes so that way you can stay on schedule and hopefully wrap up on time and because you wrap up on time you're also going to wrap up on or under budget this movie did not do that and 99.9 percent of the time that is a very bad thing right in this movie though it worked very much in its favor because they went in with no plan. And and, and that isn't to say that they had no clue what they were doing. I, I think a lot of people misconstrued that. They were like, yeah, they just went out there and George Miller was like, all right, let's just, let's just start filming. Like, we're not going to plan. All right, this day we're going to film these scenes and that. It, it wasn't like that because, like, keep in mind, like, for over 10 years, they'd been storyboarding this movie he had the entire movie like in his head planned out every single shot and he communicated what was necessary to people on the day and that was just what they filmed Mm. and so it's a very unusual film set like something that i'm going to go on the record and saying unless you're george miller please don't do this (laughs) sure like george miller is the only one that i that i believe can get away with this and it's only because he did it with this movie and this movie turned out so well and became a huge box office success. Like, this movie made a ton of money. Yeah, so, like, unless you're George Miller, do not do this. It's only because George Miller has been making movies for, like, 20-plus years by the time of this movie, and he had storyboarded this movie to hell and back. And so he knew every shot he wanted to get, he knew how all the action wanted to go. He had everything in his mind, and he was like, okay, I know exactly how to execute this, so let's do it. And because of that, Tom Hardy actually got really upset, and at one point even kind of flipped out and started yelling at George on Mm. set, which is... A big no-no like right like that type of behavior is not tolerated on most film sets on it shouldn't be tolerated on any film set or like you know anywhere yeah or anywhere <laughs> yeah just just don't be yelling at people but he he started yelling at george miller like you have no clue what you're doing out here like there's no plan like stuff like that because to tom hardy like from his perspective it looked like george miller was making it up as he went along right he didn't realize that George Miller had everything so meticulously planned out in his head that he was just 
executing his vision exactly as he envisioned it. And then it's like two years later, as like everything's coming together, the Mad Max Fury Road team goes to Comic-Con to present the first trailer for this movie. Mm. And so Tom Hardy, Shirley's Throne are there and George Miller also there and they're like hey guys and you know like all putting on the big smiles and like yeah you ready for this movie you ready to see the trailer what we're gonna show you and they showed everyone the trailer and it was so good Mm. and everyone loved it so much that after it was done Tom Hardy made a public apology to George Miller for losing his temper at him while filming he was like I know just from the trailer how brilliant this movie is and i'm so sorry for yelling at you and accusing you of being an idiot who didn't know what you were doing i am so sorry which honestly like gentleman move yeah i love tom hardy he seems like he's he's just a good person point is like this movie was very untraditional from start to finish and how it was made but it's a great movie and again unless you're george miller do not replicate this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, because there were such masters of their craft working at this, this turned into probably the best action movie ever made and a movie that I love dearly. There you like, it. It's, it's so good. But yeah, so. All right, uh, let's, let's talk score here. You mm-hmm. scored 38.5 out of 33, Ooh. giving you a score of 116.6666666. <laughs> Giving you the rank of Movie Trivia Master. Congratulations. Sweet! I'm a Movie Trivia Master again. Speech, speech, two for speech, two. speech, 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 well, you know, speech, I, speech. I, I, would, I would like to say that I didn't see this coming, but I mean, this is a movie I love dearly. Yeah, I, I, I am very happy to be a Movie Trivia Master once again. I, I am two for two, and I hope to keep that streak going. Yeah, thank you. Well, if you uh, enjoy this podcast, remember you can uh, support us on Patreon and get yourself some longer versions where we make silly jokes and do other things. Surely, um, that's at patreon.com slash movies. You get some of those awesome perks at Patreon, and you also get awesome benefits of just supporting us. That's right. And and as well, you get um, you can get these episodes early. You can get um, our extended cuts of the episode, a bonus episode, and our thanks. But whether or not you can financially support us, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at DYKM Podcast. And you can support us there. You can message us, uh, talk about how much you love the episodes, and we will do our best to respond to any questions or comments that you that you leave us. And if you leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast, please do so, and we will read your reviews here on the podcast. This is left by Happy Birthday, Topher. Oh, nice. <laughs> happy birthday, by the ha- way. Ha- happy birthday to Topher. Uh, good, good man, that Topher. Many birthdays. Yep. May, may he have many birthdays to come. Many more. Yeah. Um, it says, Dad and Ted, whoops, autocorrect. Brad and Red revolutionized the podcast by turning it from a passive medium to an interactive game. <laughs> I feel like, sorry. I love it already. <laughs> I, I felt like I was in the room with them playing along, even though they didn't respond to a thing I said, but that's fine. <laughs> Because I don't think that's how podcasts work. <laughs> the technology just isn't there yet. But maybe someday. If anyone can do it, it's Lad and Ben. Sorry, Brad and Red. 
dad and Ted, lad and bread. <laughs> and the, um, of course, the, uh, the the title of this review is, but do they know films? Ah, yes. Yeah. Films, of course, being, as he said in the roast, what was it, the, like, pretentious it's, way to refer to movies? Uh, or the, what? The, how how British people and pretentious douchebags. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> thank you for that review. Yeah, thank um, you, thank you, Topher. So yeah, ever, any, ever, anyone else leaves review, we'll, we'll we'll read it out. And you can also follow us on Twitch at Do You Know Games, where we'll be streaming our favorite video games every Monday night. Or you can also catch our stream archives on YouTube at Do You Know Games. As for me, you can follow me on Instagram at Hundred Dollar Bills. Well, that has been our episode on Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, We hope you enjoyed. We'll see you next time for another episode of Do You Know Movies. But until then, goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Woo!